Hi, we've got three stories from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about 2018's new UNESCO World Heritage Sites, how you can get to know someone through all of your senses at sensory speed dating, and exactly how much people appreciate thank you cards. Hint, it's probably more than you think. Let's satisfy some curiosity. Cody, have you ever been to a speed dating event? No, and I always wanted to. I did too. They just sound like so much fun. Yeah, I've, I've never done it myself. We missed out. I mean, grass is always greener. I'm sure they're probably really <laughs> awkward and really weird. No, they're probably, yeah, I'm sure that, yeah, you would go and it's just, horribly awful, but I've always been really curious about them. Yeah. So, oh well. <laughs> well, today we've got a story about sensory speed dating. It's a pretty new concept from Gorilla Science, a group based in New York City and London. They organize events and installations to get adults excited about science. Hmm, sounds familiar. Sensory speed dating pairs together daters of all persuasions, single and partnered, monogamous and polyamorous, and every point on the gender and sexuality spectrum for six rounds. Five rounds for each traditional human sense, plus a movement round. Here's how each round plays out. For sound, participants put on blindfolds and tell each other an embarrassing story using their sexiest voice. For taste, still blindfolded, participants feed each other while they learn the science behind their food. It can get a bit messy with the blindfolds. Then there's touch. Still blindfolded, the organizers insist they're very careful about getting people to ask for consent before making contact. And they touch each other's face or hands while they learn how scientists have made maps of touch that show what parts of the body people are comfortable touching with strangers or friends or loved ones in different cultures. Smell comes next. And for that one, we'll just give you one person's account. Quote, I sniffed the fourth man's armpits after we did a series of jumping jacks, unquote. And eventually, the blindfolds come off, but the pairs have to stare into each other's eyes in silence for a full minute. You can read about the science that backs up all of these stages in our full write-up today on Curiosity.com and on the Curiosity app for Android and iOS. But the blindfold comes back on for the final round of movement. It's a synchronized blindfolded dance party. And it might sound a little weird, but it has to make for as good a story as you'll get at any other speed dating event. And the dance portion led to eight successful connections at a London event in 2016. So why not? Ashley, do you write thank you notes? I try to, yeah. Not for like gifts and stuff. I really need to do that more. It's very thoughtful of you. I mean, yeah, when someone does me a favor or lets me stay with them when I'm traveling or just does something nice for me, I feel like, yeah, you, you send a little message. You don't, it's not, not pen and paper. Oh, I like you do it do electronically. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. No, I'll send a, a text like that yeah. here and there, but yeah. I, I think I need to get in the habit of cards. People maybe. like cards. Some people like cards. I think I should do that too. Sometimes I feel like it's a generational thing and then other times I'm like, nah, everybody likes getting a card. Yeah, well, even if it is a generational thing, you sending a card now makes you special. People don't get cards anymore, That's right? true. Everybody likes getting a card. So it's extra special. It is. And new research has some pretty compelling science that might make you rethink your thank you note policy, whether it's a card or not. A study at the University of Chicago's Booth School of Business found that recipients of thank you notes turned out to be a lot more touched by those notes than their senders thought they'd be. They recruited hundreds of people to write a letter of thanks via email describing what someone in their life had done and how it had affected their life. Then they had to estimate how the expression of thanks would make the other person feel, and the letter writers thought that the recipients of their thank you notes would feel less happy upon receiving them, less surprised by their contents, and more awkward about their relationship than the recipients ended up really feeling. So the letter writers really miscalculated how the recipients would feel. The letter writers also rated their ability to express their gratitude at about a 7 out of 10 on average. And the recipients rated their ability at a 9.3.
The results suggest that if you ever think to yourself, I just don't know how to say thanks, then, well, maybe you really do. Don't let that barrier stop you. At the end of the day, everybody appreciates being appreciated. If you feel like writing a thank you note might make someone feel self-conscious, then you might really be worried about how self-conscious you might feel after writing it. So try not projecting onto the other person. You never know how much it might mean to them. Cody, have you ever been to a UNESCO World Heritage Site? Yes. The one that comes to mind, the only one that I know is on that list, is Teotihuacan, the ancient Mesoamerican ruins of a city just outside of Mexico City. Nice. Really awesome place. Definitely recommend it. Sounds awesome. Wait, have you been to any? Yeah, it looks like Redwoods National and State Parks in Humboldt County, California is our UNESCO World Heritage Site, and that's pretty much where I grew up. So. You live close to the Redwoods? I lived in the Redwoods, Cody. I like. I need to show you a picture of my backyard. It's, I did not know that. Yeah. I went to the Redwoods. Oh, really? Four or five years ago on a road trip. Nice. Yeah, it's totally Gorgeous. incredible. That's where yeah. I grew up. I, my only regret is that I went before I had read Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I really want to go back. Yes, I've definitely brought visitors and they've been like, oh, ants, there are ants <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm packing my cloak. <laughs> Well, since 1976, UNESCO World Heritage Sites have been recognized as places of unmatched splendor, of incredible human triumph, and of rich cultural value. They aren't just pretty to look at. They are geographical treasures beyond compare. To be named a UNESCO World Heritage Site, a place must achieve two things. It has to be of, quote, outstanding universal value, unquote, and it has to meet at least one of 10 criteria listed on their website. Its value might be cultural or it might be natural, but it's got to be jaw-dropping. You can see photos and details in our full write-up today, but we'll tell you about a few of the new UNESCO sites adopted in 2018. There's Nomburg Cathedral in Germany, home to some incredible statues. The Sansa Mountain Monasteries in South Korea were built between the 7th and 9th centuries and have some unique architectural elements. You'll find an incredibly ancient stone temple dating back about 11,500 years called Gobekli Tepe in Turkey. Closer to home in the U.S., you can head south to Tehuacan Cuiquetlan, a desert in central Mexico with yucca, agave, and oak trees in the biosphere. And in the other direction up north, there's Pimachuin Aki in Canada, the ancestral home for local indigenous peoples for roughly 7,000 years. The world is an amazing place. Get out there and explore. That's all for today, but Curiosity has big plans for the weekend. Ashley, what can we learn about? This weekend, you'll learn about how to survive a nuclear explosion, a trick for avoiding drama, the real reason why pirates wore eye patches, how you can start geocaching, benefits of putting down your devices and having some quiet time, and more. Join us again Sunday to hear from a special guest and hear some exciting news about our show. If there's something you're curious about, then email us a question at podcast at curiosity.com. And Ashley or I might answer it on Sunday or some other day next week. That's podcast at curiosity.com. Join us again next time to learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Ashley Hamer. And I'm Cody Goff. Have a great weekend. And stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network.